You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies Welcoming back to Hey Mitch Podcast one more time, friend of the podcast, Anthony Fornoff. Hello. Hey, how have you been? I've been good. That's good. You know, it's, it's been a little bit, little bit since uh, since you've been on, um, but you've been working. You've been you've been creating. Yes, been creating uh, art <laughs> and getting stressed and getting but stressed. Well, I it's mean, a good stress. It's it's a hand in hand, right? Yeah. Um, I've usually shy away from getting paid to do stuff because it's usually like uh we need this and then i'll do this and then i'll send it in and then not that we need this <laughs> i just sent you that so i usually shy away from that kind of stuff like commission work but this time i had total creative control that's awesome and it was it was awesome so, so let's let's go ahead and talk about the project. What what is it that you've been working on? I have been doing the art for a new book. It's a collection of horror short stories and poems. It's called Lunar Dreams. It's by Austin German. Do you know Austin? I've never had the opportunity to meet him, and uh, I learned about him just as he was leaving Yuma. Like, oh, okay. So uh, as you told me, he uh, he left and moved north. Correct. Yeah, Oregon. Oregon. So yeah, he's, he's a hipster. Now. <laughs> he's not a hipster. Um, but yeah, I I, I did buy his. Uh, what was it the book about the dead? Dead diaries. Dead diaries. Thank you. Yes. Um, and I was, uh, you know, I hopefully we'll get the opportunity to talk to him about it at some point, or talk about lunar dreams. Yes. Now. Um. Yeah, I'm sure he's down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're gonna you're so you're essentially taking his poems and you're illustrating them like the the images that comes to your mind when you when you read the poem. Yes, I got all the stories ahead of time, and just whatever came to my head when I was reading them, I drew stuff and threw stuff away and 
through pencils. <laughs> <laughs> but some good stuff came out of it. Um, we never clashed on anything. It was always like, oh, that's sick. Oh, that's sick. Um, the only time we agreed to disagree on something was the sunflower picture I did for sunflowers yesterday. The first one I did, I was like, oh, this is shit. And I was running out of time, so I sent it to him. He's like, that's good and all, but it's a little too dark. And I was like, no, it's shit. Just say it's shit. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to tell me it sucks, but he's so nice and he won't. But yeah, I redid it and it's probably the best thing I've ever drawn. That's awesome. So is it, is it, is it, uh, are you, are you doing like a one for one, like one poem, one, one illustration for the book or is it? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much, um, every short story and every poem will have an illustration at the beginning or the end, I think at the beginning is what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. Now, is this a is this a thing that you had taken on before? No. So, what was that for you? I mean, I I know that you've you've uh, created, painted, and and drew before beforehand, mm-hmm. but like the idea of having to put it into uh, a book, match it up with uh, stories and, and poems for you, like how how did you how did you set your mind for something like that? Um, honestly, it's it's the writing. Okay. The writing was so good. Um, I read through the first short story, which is called The Bear and the Gypsy. And I just, my mind just went off. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I could do this. And then I got through that one. Then I read a poem and then I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. So the writing was there, uh, which made it so much easier. And I loved it. That helps. I love the project. Mm-hmm. I loved the Dead Diaries. I loved Perennial Harvest, which was his other two books. And now I'm going to start going back through his older books and doing art for those too. So. Wow! So, yeah. like, he's going to do reprintings of the books, or it's going to be compendium uh, art that that you can just buy or download to go along with the books? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're not sure on that yet. That's new. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah. what was the what was like your your time restraint or deadlines for, like for I mean I, I imagine he already had the stories written down the stories yeah. and the poems written down so he was probably already to go to go to print but he needed mm-hmm. illustrations so I had about about 3 weeks 3 weeks yeah and what was your what was your prep your personal prep for for getting those things down like you read the story and then you went into I would read the story and then I would tell everyone to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> and I'd throw on my headphones, throw on a good playlist, and just draw all night. So it took a lot of time away from the family. and Plus, I was working right. still. Because still, you still got a, a regular yeah, day job that you had to do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would come home from work usually after like a 12-hour day, say hi to the kids and wife, eat dinner and then draw till like one or two in the morning and then do it all over again. <laughs> Three hours later, do it all over again. Yep. Uh, it's okay. So playlist wise now, did you meticulously pick songs to, like to go along with the, the stories or whatever that you were image you were working on or was it more, you like- know what? Um, it was weird. Cause I lot, I listened to a lot of movie soundtracks during it. Just, uh, just the scores. Mm-hmm. 
I listen to a lot of Drive. Okay. Um, Annihilation. Annihilation. <laughs> awesome music. I mean, that <laughs> for, it had a great look and a great sound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ex Machina. Okay. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, who did Ex Machina? Alex Proyas? Yes. Yeah. A lot he, of his He movies. did that and Annihilation. Yeah. Same person. So, I think so, it's Alex Proyas. I believe so. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Somebody will correct me. If correct us in the notes. <laughs> or in the comments. So, okay. So, you were listening to a lot of soundtracks. I mean, was it just to get you into the mindset? Or was it uh, or to, to put you in that mood is it was it a certain mood that you need when you when you're drawing uh depending on the story or the poem i try to fit the poem or the short story or fit the music with the short story in the poem so like with the bear and the gypsy um it was a lot of annihilation um for like the poem sunflowers yesterday it was a lot of portishead so it just I tried to fit the tone of the story or the poem to the music so that yeah. you had the right mute mood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. did you find yourself did you find yourself ever having to stretch like uh, not stretch as in physically but like in your art style having to do something different trying to create different things than what you yes. I don't know I, don't, I mean I'm not going to say that you normally always do the same thing but like No, very much so. Okay. Um the first two I did I did with Copic markers which I've only used once in my life. And that was definitely a learning experience. A very costly <laughs> oh, no. learning experience. Because <laughs> those things are fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hobby Lobby every single day. Pretty much. Um, and like the... I don't know if you saw the eye I did. I did? Yeah. I usually suck at eyes. Really? Yeah. It and wouldn't have been known. That's the best I have ever done in my life. Okay. Um, but that pushed me because I did it and I surprised myself. And I was like, whoa. And then I'd come to the next one. I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. But I did the sigh. And I didn't think I could do that before either. <laughs> so, yeah, it pushed me and it definitely got me out of my realm of comfort on what I'm usually able to do. Yeah. Yes. It's. It's been a great learning experience. Now, you're not only uh, doing the illustration for this book. I mean, you're going to go and promote it. Last time I talked to you, you, you said you're going to be going to a, a convention to promote yes. this. Um, Rock and Shock Horror Con in October in Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester, Massachusetts. October 10th through the 13th. Is it some, is, have, you, have you ever been there? Like, not no. the, that, specific con, that specific con, but have you ever been to... Worcester, Massachusetts? No, it's Worcester. Worcester, sorry. That's how I was told to pronounce okay. that. I don't know. So good, I it's going to be so a good I thing for you to know. Like a dick while I was there. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's spelled like Rochester. But it's pronounced Worcester. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Did not know that. Yeah, I don't. I was going to be like, we're going to Rochester. <laughs> That's a completely different part. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this con is like, it's a horror con plus a huge concert. Um, not typically my type of music, but uh, it's all, a lot of death metal and stuff. But speaking on stretching, um, I'd get halfway through a paint, 
drawing and I would just throw on like a Slayer or something really heavy and fast and just blast it for a good like minute and then go back to my calm, smooth soundtracks or scores and stuff. Just, just to break it up and yeah. get rid of that tension. And yeah. It probably helped like, uh, you know, it, I mean, metaphorically break any walls or barriers that mm-hmm. you're, you're running up against and just mm-hmm. help you move and uh, stretch your brain. So yeah. that's, that's an interesting practice. Did you, uh, did you, did you, how often did you feel that you had to do something like that? At least once every drawing. Okay. Yeah. Once a night, basically. Once a night. Yeah. Did, I mean, was, was it, was there any other outwardly physical attributes that you noticed from one lack of sleep to mm. stressing out about the art? Like, you know, did you, did you feel sick at any time? Did you, um, I, I honestly, I, I guess I compare it to Christian Bell and the Machinist. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I felt like uh, malnourished at times because I wouldn't eat that much because mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. Plus, I have a few beers and then, yeah, like eight beers. <laughs> just to help with the creativity or just to have something right. in your and belly. you feel fine, you're drawing, you're in the mood, and then you stand up and you're like, whoa. <laughs> Maybe I should drink some water. <laughs> uh, so are you, all, are you all completely done at this point? Yes. Okay. Completely done. And it's all off to, the, off to Austin or to the printer or, or whoever. Yep. Needs to be done. Now, when you finished it up, how did you feel? Last, last image sent away. <clears throat> uh, relieved. Okay. But then, like, that day I took on another project, so... Oh. Something you can talk about yet, or...? Um, yeah. It's just a a book I'm doing one picture for. Okay. Uh, fuck, I couldn't tell you the name right now. That's, I forget. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it'll be out there. Everyone will see it. It's, it'll be on my Facebook and stuff. I took that on, and then... Like I said, Austin and I are talking about his older books. Going through his older books. And then um, also doing shirts. Oh. For the convention. Right. And yeah. And I'll be selling prints there and the original artwork. Now, okay, so that was that's that was another thing. Did you 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 obviously did you you didn't send away the original artwork? Did you No, I got it. I sent out high res scans. High res scans, okay. Mm-hmm. So did you have to like go to Kinko's or did you go and get yourself a scanner or <laughs> Oh, yeah, I went to Kinko's, <laughs> and then I went to Staples, okay. and I won't go back to Kinko's. <laughs> I don't know if you saw my rant on I that. I don't know if I did. Oh, yeah. it was. Is it I, a story you want to tell? No, because I don't want to slam Kinko's, because right. we're local, and maybe they've helped out other people, uh-huh. but yeah. You it just was, it was a, a bad time. experience bad for Bad experience, me. got it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as a artists up and coming or or you know you're not you're a professional but you're not you know that's not what you do professionally yeah right like it's not your sole in point of income like things like that make a difference mm-hmm. the bad experience the money that you had to spend on 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 copic markers you know yeah having to uh come up you know have, making a mistake and then having to start all over like all that stuff i assume adds up like oh yeah well what was it that you were what 
I guess what was the the big thing that got you through it? Like, what was it that made it so that you were like, it's all going to be worth it? Honestly, Jess. Yeah? Yeah. My wife. Mm -hmm. For those that don't know. Um, Yeah. She'd kick me in my ass when I needed it. And if I needed to go back to Hobby Lobby, she'd be like, well, let's just do it. (laughs) Fucking scrounged up change a couple times for Copic markers. Um, because the thing about those is, so they're eight bucks a piece, um, about 60 bucks for the pack for the five pack or six pack or whatever, but they're refillable, but nobody in town has the sells the refills. (laughs) The refills are eight bucks and you get like 50 uses out of them. Oh, so I, I just had to go. So the lighter shade of the grays. Runs out quick. Really? And that's your base. That's yeah. how you get the shading and everything. That makes sense. That shit runs out in one picture. So every day I was going back and buying that. Eight bucks, eight bucks, eight bucks. I bought like, I think I got like five empty ones. In. Five oh. or six empty ones. And the refills isn't something you can get on like Amazon? No, you can. But it's not going to get here in time. Right. <laughs> I got to get shit done so I couldn't wait. But yeah. And that's why I switched to graphite. <laughs> so is, is that was your main medium graphite yeah how many how many pictures in total illustrations i think seven seven yeah okay so two were in copic yeah the, two were in copic the rest were in graphite graphite okay and and i mean toot your own horn as much as you want how did you feel about all your creations at at the end i was happy with them yeah yeah really happy with them um, that sunflower with the eye that's blows me away every time I look at it. <laughs> and then, so I'm going to sell the originals. I got to get them framed and matted and all that shit at the comic con. But Jess was like her favorite flowers, sunflower. So she was like, you can't sell that one. I was like, I got to sell that one. Cause <laughs> I had to buy a shit ton of COVID markers. So I got to sell it. <laughs> so are you going to, have some high res scans for yourself to keep or yeah i'm gonna do prints and everything and okay also once we get back from the comic con or the horror con um they'll also be available at the co-op the co-op there yeah. you go the local yuma art co-op little bit co-op shout out are you gonna are i know that you are active on your personal facebook or do you're gonna have a uh, Facebook page for your, for art or uh, Instagram or an Etsy or anything like that? Uh, not right now. No? No. I downloaded Instagram like a month ago and then I looked at it for like five minutes trying to find a friend oh. who was sitting right next to me <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm going to delete this. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. I'm. I mean, my Facebook, Anthony Fornoff. Oh, just kidding. okay. There you go. Um, so let's go back then. When did you first start drawing? Oh fuck. Ten years old, I think. I drew a a manchichi. I don't know if you know those. I, I, it sounds familiar. Like those little monkey cartoon characters. Okay. And they had like, yeah, they had like figurines and shit for them. But yeah, I drew one of those. My dad still has it. The drawing or the figurine? The drawing. Okay. My dad has a shit ton of my old drawings. So yeah, about 10, I started drawing. 
and never stopped. And 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 self taught, or did you end up taking some art classes, or? Well, I went to art school. Okay, there you go. But before that, my dad was an artist. Okay, he was a big hot rod artist out here. Did airbrushing, pinstriping, and yeah. So I got a lot from him. Okay. So was was it always just Monchichi figurines that you were drawing? Well, no, and then it moved on to like GI Joe, and then like. Silly battle scenes with tanks. <laughs> yeah. So what, when when did you attend uh, uh, art school? Twenty two. When did what it was? What was your biggest takeaway from that? What did what did you what what were the things that you learned? Well, I went to the Art Institute of Phoenix. Okay. And I learned the Scottsdale art scene it's a bunch of fucking assholes (laughs) pricks um and that really turned me off a lot about art the whole art world so that's what i took away from art school is you don't need art school okay practice um determination fuck we got youtube now you can learn anything you want on youtube don't waste your money. Sorry. I'm, I'm no, not, you're fine. I'm not ignoring you. The, the air feels like it turned off, so I'm checking the thermostat. Oh, you got it like that? Yeah, I have it on my phone. <laughs> I'm literally not trying to check my no, phone. No, no. That's really rude. You got like a leaf? Uh, it's the Nest. Oh, the Nest. The yeah. Nest, yeah. So. That one's cool. It just it happens to go into eco mode every once in a while, so it's just mm. like I need to uh, take it out of that. It, I don't know if it, it just thinks I'm not here or what, but like <laughs> it just goes into eco mode so it's like not air blowing and it just gets real hot up here all right that's a little bit of ac today (laughs) oh no yeah it sucked that's what i came home to (laughs) (laughs) that's not a thing that can happen in yuma or shouldn't happen in Yuma. right (laughs) it's fixed now good 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 to hear that um okay so then 2002 art school you find that it's not for you. You know, it's not something you really need. YouTube videos can, well, not YouTube in 2002, right. but nowadays people mm-hmm. can learn, learn as what, what they need to learn from YouTube and stuff like that. What, what made you get back into to art if it turned you off? Um, my first, my divorce. Okay. Yeah. You needed a creative outlet? Yeah. After that, I started drawing a lot more. I kind of tinkered all the way through, but then I got real serious and started painting started drawing and then i would go on my facebook and like i would do a piece and then just post a picture and like first light gets it no really yeah so i was like sending paintings all over and drawings and or i would do a big piece and be like 50 dollar michael's gift card whoever wants it oh wow so i like trading yeah art i didn't like well now i like selling art it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot better but um yeah i used to like trading art i never liked selling my art at all what kind of what kind of pieces did you get in trades um just for like trading for like supplies oh i thought you were like trading with other artists for like no, just, art pieces just supplies is that a thing though is that a thing that that could happen like would one artist oh, trade sure. with another yeah yeah Oh, that's that yeah, seems interesting. It happens. Okay, I've traded a couple artists here. Yeah, for some of my art for their art. Or, yeah. 
Was it so for you? Was it always a a uh, medium of um, like canvas or or drawing stuff like that, or did you ever want to do uh, comic books or storyboards or uh, murals? No, no. Um, I went through a time period where I just drew or painted on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, not graffiti, right? I mean, I'd see a a whiteboard and I'd do the Mona Lisa as best as I could on a whiteboard with dry erase markers, which is hard. I would imagine. Yeah, or just go to someone's house and be bored, start drawing on the wall or the <laughs> table. <and laughs> got kicked out of a lot of places. Um, yeah, mostly canvas. What's the most interesting? Uh, like... Uh surface i guess is the best place to do it to say that you've done oh fuck skin skin i paint on jess quite a bit i i've i've seen the the pictures yeah that skin is it's the best canvas man so but okay so how do you how do you how do you get that in your head like you're you're making this you're painting this you're 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 drawing this you're creating this thing this image uh, on the skin now you know it's not going to last forever it's it's going to be mm-hmm. gone I mean probably within the day because she's going to wash you mm-hmm. know kind of thing how, how do you cope with that I guess well it's it's like a with Jess it's it's an intimate thing mm-hmm. it's like I'll take a picture but that's what I like about it once it's gone it's gone okay but it's the connection we have during it. Um, a lot of times she'll fall asleep because of the paintbrushes or my fingers. Just the soothing motions yeah. and yep. intimacy and, like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So that's... So it's the experience I'm, more for you than it is the, right. the final image. Yeah, I'm fine with it being one and gone because we know what it was. And like I said, I usually snap a picture of it and mm-hmm. post it or whatever. But yeah, it's like a living canvas it's awesome <laughs> um and i've had other girls hit me up and say oh will you paint a picture on me and then jess is like nope <laughs> and i'll say no too because like i said it's, it's it's our intimate thing yeah um the weirdest thing i've painted with is my own blood yeah i remember that and i remember you talking about that and the the solution you have to make with it because it, it's it's not the same as using water or, or water based right or, or paint it's just saline so you have to you have to do something with it right you're mm-hmm. just adding saline to it sometimes um, a lot of times it's fresh out of the IV and onto the canvas and it spreads like a little goes a long way mm. but you got to be fast because it dries quick it does dry quick okay. Mm-hmm. Do you ever just mix it in with the rest of the paint? Yeah. Okay. We got a couple paintings in our house that are mixed with paint and my blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's 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 at least a good story. I mean, you could be like, oh, this one actually has my blood yeah. in it. <laughs> and I actually sold a couple of those paintings. Did you? Yeah. Do you, do you usually sell here, like in like the art co-op or the no, first that was, walks this or anything was, like that? This was up in... Phoenix? Up in Chandler, yeah. Oh, okay. A couple people bought some of my blood paintings. I did like a 
a skull with ovaries and the ovaries were with my blood mm. mixed with the paint and then some saline and then like a skull with breasts and a penis <laughs> <laughs> i went through a really weird moment <laughs> with my art I mean, it's 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 life, representation, <laughs> yeah. genitalia, and death. Skull. Yeah. There you go. I get it. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. So one of the other things is like you know, the two of us have really connected on the most is our, our love for movies. So, mm-hmm. do you draw inspiration from movies too, or I mean, you do, you talked about the soundtrack, movie soundtracks, but yeah, um, yeah, I have actually. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Alex Garland, that's who, who directed Annihilation and uh, okay. uh, uh, Ex Machina. I'm sorry, but no, I, that's had to, okay. I had to bring that that's up right good. now. <laughs> um, Nicholas Winding. Oh, Refum? Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, I believe it's Refum. Okay, that guy. <laughs> Drive. Uh, Drive, Only God Forgives, a lot of his movies. Neon Demon. Yeah, oh, Neon Demon. <laughs> I don't know why... I, People shitbag that guy so much. His movies are awesome. See, I, and you know what? I, I I'll tell you right now. I'm not a fan. Yeah, but I, you We've have had this conversation. You have to be. I I would assume that if you were into one, you're definitely into the rest of them. Yeah. Like he's got a very unique look. I mean, that's I can I get that. That's it's, it's the same with uh, Alex Garland. He's got mm-hmm. they got a very new unique look. So I can see that like hitting with you a lot more than it would with me. Yeah. Um, who else? Fuck wizards. The, like the old yeah the old cart- animated movie yeah okay. A lot of I never watched that one. I've seen heavy metal, but I never yeah. saw wizards. Yeah, wizards, heavy metal, uh, Fritz the Cat, Fritz the Cat. Yeah, yeah, a lot of those old shows, cartoons. As you've been yeah. trying to get me to watch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking about doing like a. I'd hate to fucking say it, but I kind of really want to do a Captain America or something. As in, like drawing, like uh, some type. Yeah, of- like a a graphite or like a Copic. Oh, of of old Cap. That'd be cool. Because I was Team Cap the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you were you were saying it right before we started recording, you just finally watched Endgame. Yeah. How how'd you feel? I mean. Spoilers for Endgame. I, I feel like everybody's seen it at this point. It's it's yeah, made over two so. billion dollars. But how did you feel about his ending? I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. As um, as someone has pointed out, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people have on the internet, uh, the the two arcs of Tony and Steve they mm-hmm. intersect throughout their, their all their movies throughout the all all the MCU because. Steve's all about being selfless mm-hmm. into the end where he's like, no, I'm making this decision for myself. Yeah. I'm going to go back in the past. I'm going to live with Peggy. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tony is the one that was always selfish and he ends up sacrificing mm-hmm. himself at the very end for everybody else. Yeah. So I liked the idea that Cap was like, you know what? I've fought the war. I've yeah, done it all. I'm done. I can go and do this for myself now. I'm going to go get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my language. Is that is is Cap just a character that you always liked, or is it just something no, that you need? To- it's just from Endgame. Okay. Since I watched it, I want to do Captain America now for some reason, and I I might piss some people off with this, but um, some people are fantastic fucking artists, mm-hmm. but they make their money doing comic book characters. 
and they make money off of comic book characters they did not create. Create. Okay. We went to Amazing Arizona Comic Con. Right. A couple years ago. Uh-huh. I think 2015. I'm not sure. Yeah, that would have been... During the death of Wolverine. Yeah, they still would have been, yeah. Okay, so we went there, and there was this guy who was doing Ninja Turtle paintings. Fucking amazing. Right next to fucking... Uh, Kevin Eastman? Eastman's booth. Uh-huh. And I'm like, hey, bud, don't you, don't you see these over here? Is this okay? Like, you getting some money from this or what? So, I don't know. I don't like copycats. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that is a thing. Like, I, there's many conventions I've gone to, you know, there's certain, some people where it's, it's very much, well, how is it that you're making money off of it? How can you draw this character and make money off it when you don't own the license to it? Mm-hmm. Especially when, when it comes to trademark stuff, like, uh, you know, Superman's emblem is a trademark. Batman's oh, right. emblem is a yeah. trademark. Uh, the names and stuff are not, but... You can't you yeah. can't just make money off of that stuff. And it's like, yeah, you're an amazing artist. Yeah. But let's see some original. Original shit. I don't like copying anything. I everything I've done is from my own head. Sure there's outside influences and Yeah. I did uh I had references and shit like that, but and I yeah. and, and, and and if someone commissions you to do something, that's a completely different story, I would assume. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause totally. Because yeah. then they're like, "I want this." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to just make money off of someone else's idea. I get yeah. it. I mean, but that's cool. You still, I mean, you still ha- you have a love for a character, or at least an idea of a character, mm-hmm. and you wanna you wanna see what you can do with it. And that's yeah. fine. I'm gonna put my own twist on it. Now. One other thing, one thing you did start up on Facebook was your 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 uh, skateboarding journey yes. page. Now, it, are the two worlds going to intersect? Do they intersect? I mean, do you are do you compartmentalize that way, or do you? Yeah, you do. So, yeah. skateboarding is going to be one thing; mm-hmm. art's going to be another thing. Two yeah. should not intertwine. Well, it's an art in itself, but yeah, I I have to. Okay. Um, because I. I have to give some one thing my full concentration. Otherwise, I won't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially with skateboarding. Uh, it's skateboarding, that's it. I mean, that's sideline right now, just because I've been so busy. Right. But I'm going to get back on that page. Hopefully Tuesday, I'll be skating again. What about boards? Like, drawing on boards? I've done that before. Yeah? Call it SCART. That's what it's called? Pretty much, yeah. Oh. I forget who coined that term. I fuck. I want to say like Chad Musk oh, or that something s- like that. S-K-A-R-T? Yeah, SCART. Oh, SCART, okay. Skateboard art. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What is that what is that uh, like for as a surface? Like what do you do you have to use certain paint? Do you have to use uh Um what I found, because they're they're finished. Like even if you buy a blank board, it's it's still got a uh, yeah. coating on it mm-hmm. and what I found and a couple other people I know have done it will give it a good rough sanding first to knock that seal off and right. then, yeah it's a lot easier it's more porous and then you after you paint on it or you create on it do you put another finish and back on seal it again okay so yeah. what, what what have you done on the, on, the, on the back of boards or bottom of boards is it back or bottom I'd say it's the bottom okay yeah <laughs> Say the back is 
or the top is the grip tape and the bottom is okay where the wheels go i guess <laughs> uh just random shit graffiti and stuff like that skulls crossbones <laughs> is it usually stuff that you wanted to put or is it stuff that people asked you to put no nah, just stuff i put it on my own boards or board with friends and mm-hmm. oh tack my board up <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> yeah silly teenage stuff so then even though you said you just you've sidelined it sidelined it right now since you were you were you were busy at the moment what is what is the the journey back into skateboarding been for you? Like I know it hasn't really been that long since the last time you did you skateboarded, right? No, it's been a while. Oh, I thought I remember the first time we talked. You were you said you had you had, it, it, you had been doing it, but oh, here and there, not serious, not serious. Okay, so yeah. there, there, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how how does it feel? I mean, I'm not gonna say you're an old man because you're the same <laughs> age as me, but we're not young men anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. <laughs> Uh, it's been rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it, it's hot. <laughs> it's, it's I hot. don't care for it anymore. Because <laughs> before I could skate eight hours during the summer uh-huh. all day. Yeah. And now I like, I'll get to the skate park at like five in the morning, right when it opens. And at like seven, I'm like, it's getting too hot. <laughs> I need some AC. <laughs> and, and now I have motivation because my little daughter Ava is skating now mm-hmm. so she'll be like come on dad wake up wake up I'm like oh, are you sure you want to go yes let's go <laughs> all right let's go and she'll get up with me at four in the morning we'll get some light protein to eat and then head down to, head the, to the skate park skate park and skate for two hours before the yeah and then I'm dragging gets. her off this skate park I'm like, come on we gotta go. <laughs> well, you know, just wait till the winter time comes, and yeah, you'll it'll spend be a lot time out there. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I hope I get more busy with my art. Yeah, is I that going to be a way to? Are you going to see that as a way to escape, though? Like when you're you're bogged down with your art, or no? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, something mm. that you need to break up the. Yeah, especially when it cools off, I'll say, "Kiddo, let's grab our boards and go skate." Even if it's for like an hour, just to loosen up and. So if Ava's taking after you with the skateboarding, is, is, are you? Is she also picking up the art, or is anybody else picking up the art? Is is that something that you feel like you're going to be passing on to anybody? I hope so. Um, Ava, they all try. We have like art days and stuff at yeah. home because, I mean, we're a bunch of hippies. So <laughs> <laughs> we have like art days and we all paint and color. As seen by the the the, the once. Uh, VW bus. Yes. <laughs> God, that thing's a piece of shit. <laughs> it is actually tomorrow we're going to go buy a new car. <laughs> uh, but yeah, art days. So yeah. you just you, you all sit around and create and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. What I mean, do you see anybody somewhat adapting your, your style or is it everybody's kind of moving on with their own thing? Kind of moving on with their own thing. That's cool. Um, I mean, I guess their stubbornness comes for me because (laughs) 
I'd be like, okay, that's cool, but let's try it this way. And they're like, no, I'm trying it this way. I'm like, all right. That's, that's awesome, too. Yeah. <laughs> try it your way, then. <laughs> Don't listen to the published artist at all. <laughs> I mean, how would you have reacted with the same situation? That was the same exact way. <laughs> it's like, I don't care about your published art. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> your art's a dick. Uh, so... Yeah. Uh, then the hopes are in the future, or at least this winter, you're going to be working on more stuff. What, what is it that you you want you want to get out there? What and what is it that you want other people to come to see from your art? Um, that I'm not crazy. Okay. Uh, so I've been told I do dark art uh-huh. my whole life. Oh, it's morbid. It's dark. It's crazy. Um, I mean, I just feel like a lot of art's always morbid and dark. Yeah. I mean, unless you're buying the stuff that, you know, goes up in a hotel room or something like that. It's, I mean, right, art's usually pretty... some landscape. Yeah. Shit. Not that there's anything wrong with landscape. Um, just because, just to see something different. Um, I hide a lot of stuff in my art. I'll show you some pictures when we're done. Okay. Um, like I just did a heart with the spinal cord coming out, but if you look at it, it's very much a dick, and there's tits in there, and there's lips, and there's a nose, and so I had a lot of dicks in my art. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, I hope Austin knows that. Oh, he does. I told him. Good. But yeah, uh, I like. I want people to look at it, and then go back a week later, and then look at it again, and be like, "Oh shit." something new so i like very fine detail work but with obscenities hidden in it <laughs> or something goofy like a finger flipping the bird or something but but i mean so then <sighs> how how hidden are we talking about like if you just unfocus your eyes you'll be like oh look i, I can see it now or are we talking about like just in very tiny in the corner or something like that no it's Turn the picture upside down and be like, oh. Oh, I see it. Okay. Okay. Or block half of it off and then another piece and be like, oh, shit, that's a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're just looking at it, you can't really see it. So That's fair. Yeah. So with, you know, with the, your schedule being as busy as it, has, it has been, like you said, working 12 hours, coming home, doing doing the illustrations and then trying to get some sleep. Have you have you been able to watch a lot of movies? You're just now getting around to reading to watching Endgame. Um, no, no, no. Just uh, yesterday I was off, and we didn't have shit to do. Kids were doing whatever they were doing, mm-hmm. so we watched Arizona. Okay, I- with Danny McBride and. It it's it's right there. I I think I remember seeing uh, something about it. Seth Rogen's in it. David Allen Greer's in it. Really? It's, All right. It's it's actually pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he plays. I don't know. It's crazy. Shit, I'm not a big fan of Danny of McBride. No. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll tell uh, you that right now. But is he? Yeah. Are we talking about main star or are we talking about? No. Like, yeah. He's the main star. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, on your 365 day movie, if you ever. I'll get. I, I might just throw it in there because I like yeah. to just watch stuff to change my opinion on people. Yeah, we watched Arizona. 
Um, we watched Endgame. What the fuck else did we watch? Had you watched? Have Have you seen all the MCU up to Endgame? Yeah. So you you yeah. saw Captain Marvel, you saw Infinity War, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay, just. And so wait, real quick, since I'm with Mister Comic Book here. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. When Cap dies in Infinity War in comics. Okay. Does Bucky not become Captain America? Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was Civil War where Cap dies. Oh, Civil War. At the end of Civil War, Cap dies. Uh, eventually, Tony is the top cop of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's essentially what Nick Fury is, kind of. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, here, you're the only one that can take on the Shield uh, after. I'm pretty sure. No, maybe Bucky steals the Shield because he. Because Tony tries to give it to Hawkeye. Hawkeye says no. And so he tries to give the shield to... Or Bucky seals the shield and he becomes Captain America. I believe it's how it happens. Uh, and then it was towards more recently when Captain America had his... Steve had all the super soldier serum kind of like taken out of him. Mm-hmm. So he became his, his actual age. Like oh, he should have okay. been like 90 something. Mm. And... Uh, he then passed the shield on to Falcon onto oh, okay. onto um Sam, Sam Wilson. So yeah. so that's I think that's what that Disney Plus show is gonna be about. It's gonna be about Sam being Captain America or at least having the Captain America shield and being like, should I become him? Should I not become him? And then Bucky being like, Well, you know, I kinda could become him too, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's gonna be the US government being like we don't know if we really want Sam Wilson to be the Captain America. Maybe it should be you, Bucky. Right, because he's enhanced. Well, he's yeah, exactly. Because Sam doesn't have any enhancements other than right. his his suit. He's a, he's another Iron Man war war machine kind of mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I I mean yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it. I think I went and saw it three times in the theater. So yeah, Thor was hilarious. Fat Thor. Awesome. <laughs> yes, yes, I love that part too. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite MCU movie? MCU movie. Uh, my favorite is Civil War. Really? Yeah, Civil War is my favorite. I just, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that Captain America series of movies. Like mm. First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War. I think is is a very tight story of both Cap and Bucky. Like you, yeah. you don't know that you're actually getting a whole Bucky run, and then. Um, just that 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 airport scene in Civil War to me oh, yeah, was just yeah. perfect. Like I, I thought that was great. Um, in Civil War, the comic book was also one of my favorite stories. Now the two aren't very similar. I mean, right. they're similar, but they're not very yeah. similar. So that 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 also had me going. But yeah, Civil War is my favorite. What about you? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragnarok is great, and it <laughs> makes it makes all the sense of why they were like, we're gonna give Thor a fourth movie because Ragnarok was great. Yeah. They finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. They finally cracked it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm all for that. I'm all for Viking Thor. Like at the yeah. end, that, that last battle when he's got the braided beard mm-hmm. and he's got the new suit and he's got both hammers. It's like yeah, this is this is great. What do you think about the Hulk talking as the Hulk? Oh, like Professor Hulk? Yeah. Like I like I like that idea. I had this thing though where it's like it might work better for the Hulk not to be smart because as as regular Hulk he's reactionary right mm-hmm. like 
if if a bad guy is is attacking a person or a person drops like he like they the bad guy drops a person Hulk is just going to react grab that person and come down. Mm-hmm. Professor Hulk might might start to think about it first how he needs to do it and then it's too late. Yeah. Like Smart people kind of get in their own way a lot, right? Yeah. Instead of just reacting. And they'll start weighing the options. <laughs> so that's why I always like, I was like, I like the idea of a smart Hulk, but then I also don't like the idea of a smart Hulk. So Yeah. I thought it was neat seeing him talk. Yeah. Other than that, Homecoming was pretty good. I liked Far From Home. Oh, I haven't seen Far From Home You haven't yet. seen Far From Home uh-uh. yet? No. I know all about it. Okay. <laughs> I gotta look at the YouTube. So, uh, yeah, no. Far, I, I like, I like the last third of that movie. The rest of it's, I'm okay. Like, it, it, it's fine. It's, it is what it is. It's a kid. It's a teenage movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, but uh, the, the, the last third of that movie, after Hall reveals himself, I'm like, oh, this is what I was here for. This, this whole part oh, of the yeah. movie is, is, is the best. He did good. Yeah, yeah, Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he did a great job. Right on. Yeah. Um, okay, so are you excited for any movies coming? Did you, you, you hadn't had a chance to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Are you a Tarantino fan? Fan? I love Tarantino. I thought but you no, were. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so I how'd, can't you, wait. how'd you feel about Hateful Eight? I loved Hateful Eight. So I think you'll like Once Upon a Time then. Yeah. It's very similar. Oh, really? I felt it was. Yeah. Because a was... lot of people were saying it's, it's back to his way in Pulp Fiction. I felt like it wasn't like Pulp Fiction, it felt, it felt more like Hateful Eight to me. Hmm. What's wrong with Pulp Fiction? Nothing. I love Pulp Fiction. I'm not a fan of Heath Flight, though. No? Uh-uh. Hmm. I like Django Unchained a little bit better. I like Django Unchained. I like, uh, I really like Inglorious Bastards. I, I like yeah. that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, Reservoir Dog's still my favorite. True Romance is my favorite of his is, that, that's written. Yes. Um, yeah. I love True Romance. <laughs> I was just watching a video of like his... His MCU, basically. I don't think I've seen this video or heard about no, this. How all his movies are interconnected. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like if Tarantino had created the MCU, this is what 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 it would have looked like. No, oh God, could you imagine? Yeah, that'd but, be dope. <laughs> no, I've 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 seen the stuff like uh, what is it? Um, uh, the producer in True Romance, the movie producer, is also the descendant of the Bear Jew yeah. in Inglorious Bastards, yeah, stuff Donnie, like that. Donowitz. Yeah, Donowitz, that's yep. right. So, yeah, I like all that stuff. Was it uh, Watkins' character in Pulp Fiction? Coons, uh, I think yeah, is what his name Kuntz. is. His ancestor is the one that's on the, the Wanted poster in Django. Yep. Yeah, Crazy Coons or something like yeah. that. So I like I like that I like the idea of his stuff all being interconnected like that. Yeah. So who who was the first one to do that? To interconnect stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, Kevin Smith. All his movies were in, set yep. in the same universe. Um, I don't know. That's that's a good question. Uh, Stephen King. All of his stuff is set in the same universe. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, well, I, but are all the movies? I, I don't know if all the movies ne- necessarily are all set in the same. I mean, they are if if you just go by the fact that Keith, Stephen King wrote them. Yeah. So. Hmm. Did you ever? Did you get a chance to watch Castle Rock? No. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. It, the ending was a very a little disappointing for me for a, a series, but. I just want to watch it to support Mark Bernard. And that's it. Same. Yeah. I, that was great. So you're gonna watch Treadstone? Yeah. Yes, that looks good. Mm-hmm. 
And I didn't know that he has he has something to do with Carnival Row, which is he's an executive producer on. Oh, really? So, yeah. So it's I'm, a new show coming out, right? Yeah, it's uh, Amazon last weekend of this month. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I got Amazon Prime. Yeah. I don't have Netflix. Yeah. So. I, I noticed that you you put that on uh, on my Facebook uh, earlier this week. Yeah. Um, just you just retired of looking at Facebook. Just like you just they didn't have anything good for you anymore. No. Um, I went through everything at one point when I wasn't working. So, so just you're stick with Amazon since you're getting Amazon Prime anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack Ryan's pretty dope. Did you watch Epics. the boys? No, not yet. Oh, I want to. I'm sure you'd like that. Epics is killing it with their shows right now. Pennyworth. Pennyworth is amazing. Dude, that show is <laughs> fucking bonkers. I love Pennyworth. Yeah, that's a great show. I, I can't believe that was... That show is created by the same guy who created Gotham, like the TV show Gotham. Well, what Two happened com- to Gotham? It's the fifth season they just done, but like that show was just went off the rails. It was just yeah, so outrageous. It it's so yeah. So I was just like, this is so much more set in a grounded universe, mm-hmm. like Pennyworth is, and I like the I like the idea of the story, like yeah. Pennyworth before he he met up with the Waynes or became the Waynes Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently, our friend, or, or you've met Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. You know Daniel. Mm-hmm. He uh, He's up in Phoenix right now, so he got to go see the first episode in a Harkins Theater, and they had Brian Augustine, who lives up there, the, uh, who wrote a trade paper bo- trade paperback uh, back in the day. Or not trade paperback. He, he wrote a miniseries like, okay. for DC about that period of Alfred's life that the show is kind of loosely based off of. Oh, wow. So... I thought that was just a cool story to... All the cool shit happens in Phoenix. <laughs> I mean, that is the thing. We don't live in Phoenix for a reason, but then we miss out on things. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. We talked about what's next. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about what you want people to see, but what is it that you want to do? What what what's, what's something that's a goal for you with your art? Um... I don't know. More books. I've been liking this book thing. The idea of illustrating cool. on yeah. books and stuff like that? Yeah, just the the reading something and having to come up with something from nothing is just it's challenging, it's stressful, but I love it. Like I love being up <laughs> late at night fucking do you, do you like having a deadline? Do you like No. Oh, okay. No. Some people create better but, that way. I need a deadline. You need one, though. Yeah. I need one, too. When I'm right. writing, I need to have a deadline, yeah. or else I'm just like, oh, I'll push that off. Right. So, I, I understand I'll be like, that. oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> or, oh, I want to go have a beer and hang out with some friends. But if I have a deadline, it's like, I'm all in. So, yeah. You talked about the co-op earlier. Do you like being a part of a community like that? Love it. Okay. So, do you... Do you I don't know how uh, exactly how it works for an art art community in that way, but do you mm-hmm. bounce ideas off of other artists? Do you? Oh uh, yeah, it's it's like a creative think tank. Okay, it's actually it's it's made me more confident in my art. Okay, um, not with not even just constructive criticism, just being able to see stuff who from people who are doing the same thing but in a different way and being able to sit down and talk about it. It's and get there like, Oh, what, how do you do that? Or, Oh, Hey, 
instead of doing that, let's, you could try this tool. Like I took a sketch class with Leah, mm-hmm. Leah Littlewood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's every Tuesdays, one to two at the co-op. But, ah, fuck, I forget what they're called, but they're called like Torillions. Basically, they're blending stumps. And I guess theirs were still packed. But what she does is rolls up a piece of paper towel real tight to a point, does the same fucking thing. I would have never thought about that. Wow. Because <laughs> the other day, or not the other day, but like a week ago, I was sketching and I was out and then I was like, fuck. So I was using my finger, which is a big no-no. Um, so yeah, had I took that class a week earlier, I would have <laughs> thought to use fucking paper towels. Just, so shit like that, just bouncing the ideas off each other. It's it's awesome. So then, what's what's the what's the the big piece of advice that you would give a, a someone younger that you would uh, that would wants to wants to be involved in this world to creating art? Uh don't stress yourself out, man. Okay. Don't don't work. This is what I tell my girls. Don't do your masterpiece right now. Cuz you, you'll you'll never do the best thing you're going ever going to do in your life right now. Uh-huh. Like I've been drawing since I was 10, I'm 41. And I just did my first perfect eye that I'm in absolutely in love with <laughs> so don't expect to do some fucking picasso shit not picasso yeah <laughs> michelangelo shit right now or da vinci van gogh or, stuff yeah some van gogh stuff uh baby steps it's gonna look like shit keep practicing keep working it keep working at it man uh so yeah don't stress and don't quit and go to the co-op. So here's a here's a question. Right now you're you're working it one way where you know you get a you get a story, you get a poem, you get a short story, and you write a or you draw a uh, picture, or you illustrate a picture based off of what you read. What about the other direction? What if you, are are you gonna do you feel like you can uh, start drawing a picture and then have either yourself or someone else write a story based off of that picture? Mm, I'd like to try that. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought of that doing it the other way but that's interesting do you, would that would would that be something that you would do yourself would you write that stories or would would you no farm it out to someone else i'm a horrible writer <laughs> i'm a horrible writer um i mean i could form sentences and shit but it'd be like he picked up the pencil <laughs> he went into somewhere i don't know i'm a horrible writer <laughs> So I mean, you, I mean, you know, you know, Austin. That maybe that's yeah. a, a thing that you guys could collaborate on. That'd yeah, be pretty for cool. Sure. Or anyone else out there. All right. Um, that's it. That's it's been an hour. Has it really? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> All right. What's uh, what is is Facebook the best thing for people to come find you on, or do you yes. want do you want someone to you want them to look for your art some other way? No, Facebook. Facebook. Or go down to the co-op. Go down to the co- go down to the Littlewood co- Co-op if you're in Yuma. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can they? Where can people find the book? The book they can find at austingerman.bigcartel.com. Okay. Or you could just look up Austin German on Facebook and Amazon. Okay. Now is that is the is the book 
uh, is it can be bought now or no okay. lunar dreams lunar dreams can't I believe it'll be out in time for the rock and shock horror con okay um, dead diaries and perennial 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 harvest is out now now but but lunar dreams can they at least pre pre-order it do you know that I'm not 100% on so just go to uh, German Austin big cartel dot com or Austin German Austin German dot big cartel dot com and you'll be yes. able to find out what you need to find out there yes sounds great the rock and shock horror con in Worcester Massachusetts Worcester Worcester um, sorry October 10th through the 13th we will be there we got a booth um signing autographs I'll be selling all the original artwork plus prints for cheaper and, and, and obviously uh austin will be there signing books and yep and signing stuff books like too. and yeah just having a good time we get all access badges <laughs> it's gonna be sweet uh fucking bruce campbell's gonna be there Ooh. um bunch of lost cast members really yeah lost yeah i don't no, why at all? I guess I, yeah, I don't. I don't see the connection con, there. But, for, but I mean, I liked Lost. I thought that was a good yeah, show. It's one of my favorite shows ever. Oh, awesome! I didn't. I didn't know we had that connection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever? Real quick, the Blu-ray box set collector uh-huh. set. Uh huh. Did you ever see that? Uh, not the Blu-ray one. No. Oh, it's dope. It comes in like a pyramid. Oh wow! And it's like a big puzzle mystery, and they got the game they play. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, backgammon. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Basically. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, Anthony Fornoff on fa- on Facebook. Yes, find him there. Check out his art. Go to his uh skateboarding journey uh Facebook page too. When it, when mm-hmm. he starts to do that again, see see him get injured. I I, I did I do remember seeing a few of the pictures of uh injured hands and legs oh, and stuff. Man. So. Uh, I mean that's just more uh, material for him to paint with. He likes painting with his blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for Thank uh, you, buddy, for for for, for doing this. Yeah, yeah for I can't. Sure. I can't wait to check out Lunar Dreams. I can't either. I'll <laughs> I'll send you some pictures of the. Oh, actually, you've probably seen them all. I've seen. I think I've seen a lot of them. Yeah, but I mean, still, see it in the official book like that would be. It's yeah, gonna be pretty it's gonna cool. Be awesome. My first one. So there you go. This is Hey Mitch on the Geekly Media Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode (laughs) and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies